What's up, everyone? It's Freaky Friday, and welcome back to Cork Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube, presented by Jock Market, the very best brand new daily fantasy app. Wall Street meets Main Street meets 161st Street, and we are getting paid almost every single day, and we got the receipts to prove it. Download the app for free. They're going to match the first $100 for free. The elite information here is free. And if it's free, it's for me. Come on, baby. Let's go get it with the three pillars of profit every day, Monday through Friday here with the big dude, with the big mouth from the big apple, big Johnny Stud, bringing you the fastest show in MLB absolutely anywhere. You know you can take that bad boy to the bank, bringing you the three pillars of profit, daily DFS and jock market, fantasy. We do a different show every day, Monday through Friday, trying to be applicable for 10, 12, 15 team point roto home leagues and everything in between and then of course the betting board we haven't done so great on these daily parlays but are we doing excellent or what on the clv we have been ahead of the market all the time listen if you lose close games in the first week of the season that's the last thing you should be worried about if we do have a second at the end we will talk about losing and how important it is to lose like a winner anybody could win like a winner it's very easy to flip a coin get it right and start tweeting emojis it's the fortitude it's the risk management and it's the ability to withstand a down turn that separates the wheat from the chaff in this game if you want to keep the lights on and the kids fed doing this stuff like me all right everyone first pillar of profit daily we got a full full slate we're going to cover that with my favorite stacks of the night we'll give you some players i know this can be a bit overwhelming a lot of the questions i get are like how do we parse through all this Listen, it is really tough. I'm doing my very best. That's why this show here on Mayo Media Net is just the first brick in the building. And of course, if you want to build up to the sky, the foundation's got to be really strong. So you can't miss us here, but we move on from there progressing throughout the day, right? Lineups, weather, pitching matchups, these things can change. We have to have our head on the swivel to be on the tip of the spear. Follow me on Twitter, MLB Moving Averages, at MLB Moving AVG on the Blue Bird app, and also on Patreon, MLB Moving Averages. Forget the P word, that naughty P word. You're not paying for anything. It's free Trion. Hang with me, Trion. We run the algo. Gosh, scoring, custom hand notes, and risk management parlays, and making friends along the way. Everything that you could ask for, but again, sustainability is at the center of this. It's only the first month. We have a long way to go, and that is what's up. All right, let's dive into these daily things. Every player that you get is viable for a total base prop above a half a base. If they're a really good player, then they're above one and a half bases. I'm using a star rating on my Patreon page. Again, free. Just bring up the spreadsheet. There's an entire column, color-coded, dedicated for daily DFS and jock market. I even have prices. We like to think in a high, medium, low setting, 750, 550, and 350. Give or take a couple cents here or there. Last thing on jock market that someone did ask me props to all the people getting in there. I see the handles. I'm seeing the green screens. I really do appreciate it. And I think slowly but surely, we're getting away from DFS. Remember, it's a 10-team parlay. Those are very difficult. Doesn't mean there's not a place for it. I'm just playing winner-take-all, DraftKings. I think it's winner-take-all anyway. Back to Jock Market Daily, DFS, and props, right? Everyone has different access, and that's why I love this show so very much. Hat tip one more time to Patty Mayo for allowing me to bring all this stuff to you. All right, let's get into the first stacks. We're looking for Angels, lefties against my dude, Jawan Adon. I really liked him coming into the season. I didn't think he'd get this much run so early. Maybe it would help him cut his teeth, but he struggled against lefties, and when the Angels lefties are hot to death, man, Otani, Walsh, and Ward, particularly a guy like Walsh at this point of the season, any kind of power 
operators. Once you start seeing a home run or two, get on the train. Forget the 100 batting average on the season. That's not what's important right now. It is about recency. We're trying to get in on the top of the sign wave. It doesn't matter. Walsh hit a home run. He's going to be the MVP. No, Walsh hit a home run. He's probably going to be good for the next eight days. Like, that's not a crazy thing. That's how baseball goes. Hitting home runs generally means what? You're healthy. Your timing is good. Maybe you got lucky. We'll find out in the next couple days. Keeping an eye on him. Give me Otani. Walsh and Ward for the Angels over to Pittsburgh against Overton. All the lefties. It's Vogelback. We've been on him all year long. He's been at $4 or below all year long on jock market and he's bringing back but he doesn't have to be the top player in return $25 his four bucks is tripling up all the time remember jock market you get a half point for every at bat Vogelbach is leading off getting the extra at bat that half a point could push you up 25% profit it's just it's really nuts I love this game so much all right so it's Brian Reynolds Daniel Vogelbach even Ben Gamble the reason we like them so much this also applies now to prop betting Reynolds, Vogelbach, maybe not Reynolds, but Vogelbach and Gamble might have half base total base props. That's awesome. In DFS, they'll probably be cheap. Look to backfill into these guys in jock market. If the price gets up too high, just let it go. Over to the Reds versus the Pirates. You know, we got to get a JT Brubaker, but the Reds kind of stink. I am looking at Mike Moustakis. Give me the big horns. Look at you. Anti Gialdi every time we mention a Mies. Okay, Washington lefties versus Jaime Berea for the Angels. Really surprised to see him getting a look again so early, but that is what it is, right? The Angels started the season with a six-man rotation. Somehow they're already down to Berea, so we're looking at Washington lefties. Come on, that's where the Nats get it done. So it's Soto, it's Bell, Kybert Ruiz, who just had a big game. Expect him to be good for a week. Yadiel Hernandez as well, right? So Soto, perfect example. Soto is high, 750 or above. I don't like to go above 750 because the top player returns 25. We really want to make sure we're getting at least 300% return on the jackpot hit let's say right that's really what it's all about for the new players out there that hundred dollars for free that they're matching is more than enough to get the job done if a player costs five bucks even you know that's what i did i capped my player share purchases at five dollars and you have no problem doing that we have more than enough guys vogelbach gamble Mustakis, ruiz yadio hernandez you have an entire portfolio of shares that you can get at without overpaying don't feel the need to pay up i only began paying up once i started making money and getting myself exposure to the players that i have checked here okay boston red sox righties against Vinny v still doing his thing giving up home runs he's been good year to date but listen man i'm more interested in in the macro right than, than the micro here for pitching right i think that's a little bit different we're looking at xander looking at jd martinez he's got a couple bombs under his belt lately expect him to take off last but not least the kansas city Royals against Bo brisky we're looking at benintendi and doja right so there you go again xander and jd are going to be the more expensive players maybe it's not for everybody benintendi and hunter doja are going to be in the middle or below so those are guys that you can set a five dollar cap on and walk away remember everything is a limit order so you set a five if they close at four you get the dollar back so i don't like to try and be too cute with pennies in jock market just not to say pay up but that's why i have these parameters if you feel comfortable paying 550 enter the bid for 550 and if it comes in below then you get the difference and if not a few minutes before you could double back and maybe add to it that's a little bit more of an advanced play than i spoke to people about all right so that's our daily stacks if you want to go one more time angels lefties pirate lefties Washington lefties, Boston righties, a couple of Royals, and one Moose out there in the wild. All right, let's get into the fantasy. Now, if you're new, 
here welcome i do appreciate you we're trying to appeal to everybody 10 12 and 15 in only like a handful of minutes of course it's really difficult but if anybody could do it i think it's me you the course that's crew let's get it done everybody i'm gonna try and be a little more brief with this friday thing i think i was doing a little too much i know some of us tend to do that the main thing for friday for the deeper league players even the betters out there's just have an eye on the weekend we're not here on the weekend though i am you can hit me up pretty much anytime and especially if you got jock market stuff you go right to the front of the line Anybody really will attest to that. Can I put a comments and tell me? Tell them I'm telling the absolute truth. That really is the truth. I give up my personal time to really try and help people. This means the absolute world to me. And if it doesn't work out, it won't be for a lack of effort. All right, so fantasy, we're just really going to look at the weekend. And in particular, lefties, right, NFPC players are setting lineups. So rather than walk you through all 30 teams, I'm just going to highlight the teams that have lefties. And then I went ahead and have the pitchers they're facing. And then I went ahead and found out the guys that might be sitting. So again, you know me. I'm never going to underdo. I'm always going to try and, you know, be efficient with all of our time. Let's jump up into it. There are four teams facing two lefties. The Braves have the Brewers, Eric Lauer, and Aaron Ashby. Those are both really tough, though the Braves are not really platooning. That's a tough matchup at all, right, in general. The Cubs have two lefties. It's the Dodgers, Tyler Anderson, Clayton Kershaw. Very tough on them. That Cubs offense has gone in the tank after a very hot start. They've been sitting Rivas and Hayward. Doesn't really matter for us. The Dodgers, again, the flip side of that, also have two lefties against the Cubs. It's Smiley and Steele. They have not really platooned. Next, the Mariners have two lefties against the Rays. It's Fleming and Yarborough, which means Kelnick is sitting. Dylan Moore is playing, right? So there's our first probable piece of actionable information. If you're in a daily league, you could probably hop on Moore for the weekend. And if not, you got to sit. Kelnick, he might be on his way. Man, he might be boarding that bus to Tuscaloosa pretty soon. I'm a bit worried about Kelnick. I like them coming in. I thought at the very least we'd be getting steals. We got a handful, but it's been bad. I'm not going to paper coat this paper. Um, paper over that all right let's go arizona diamondbacks have one lefty it's the rockies kyle freeland david peralta has been sitting um hopefully yeah i think if you're playing peralta you need him for three games baltimore have one lefty against daniel lynch that's rugi odor the red sox have one lefty with the white sox that's dallas keigel franchi has been sitting houston has one Lefty in Erod hasn't really mattered to Houston. They're rolling out the same people every day. Miami has a very tough lefty in Sean. Manaya Jesus Sanchez is sitting. That's a very tough one, man. He's been on a bit of a slide and finding himself in a platoon. I, I think you got to look for a better option than Jesus Sanchez. He's a perfect example of a guy, once he looks good, go for it. it it's, it's Again, I know people are going to get at me for chasing small samples and recency and stuff, but it just means health plus timing. A lot of times, throw in confidence if you want any more kind of subjective stuff. All right, the Brewers have one lefty in that series against the Braves. It's Max Freed, hasn't really mattered. Pittsburgh has a lefty in Nick Lodolo, has not mattered. The Giants have a lefty in Steven Matz against the Cardinals. Jock Peterson has been sitting against lefties, as good as he is, man. Weird. Jock's probably on that borderline. I think you want to try and get him in. If you get two out of three from Jock, you probably want it. But if you have a guy going three times that looks decent, I think you can go with that as well. St. Louis has one lefty with the Giants. Rodone doesn't really matter. The Rays have a lefty in Marco Gonzalez. Brandon Lau is sitting. Second base is not really deep enough to sit him. I, I might have like a Urias out there. I think I would go with Lowe for two. Toronto has Kirk McCarty uh, in Toronto. Don't know um, uh, is Tapia sitting. Washington has one lefty against the Angels. Patrick Sandoval. 
and Kybert Ruiz is sitting a catcher. I don't think you're going to have the liberty other than that. And the Mets have one lefty in Ranger Suarez. Dom Smith has been sitting. I don't think you're really starting Dom Smith, although he is the kind of guy, if you've seen him play all the time against righties and you get those half weeks, right? So those guys, a lot of them, Friday's probably more of a 15-team thing. A lot of those guys you're wed to or not already right if you started peterson you started peterson in a weekly league and all that stuff thursday is really the 10 and 12 team home league stuff so if you're new today if today's your first show aside from welcome aboard and where we appreciate having you is thursday is the big day for you guys i really have a 10 12 and 15 team ad at every single position you know i'm doing these things myself really doing a lot of deep diving and i've seen people really applying it and getting first on the line for those ads right a lot of time it's about being uh, some people play with waiver priority so it's important to be first because if you're the call-up happens and you don't have the first priority you don't get the player and in fab where you're bidding if the player comes up then the auction just goes crazy and you have a chance of someone just beating you to it when it's really kind of funny a lot of the most popular fab players if you're a week earlier like one or two dollar players and you know that's just the way of the world it's just what it is and to that point it's really how i made my bones learning how to you know get better at high stakes roto so if there are people kind of making that transition like i did a few years ago into nfpc really one of the keys when you're worried about saves is to be early you save one roster spot you churn and burn you're literally spending two or three bucks out of a thousand on oh, guys i have a couple guys come to mind like you know, I've had Yasmero Petit. I've had Luke Jackson on the Braves, right? And just guys like that. Weird guys that you wouldn't maybe expect. Uh, you know, all types of guys. There's just so many Castillos and things like that. You know, Alvarado is a guy like that. It's just a bunch of guys like that. You could get on first. And again, they may not stick. They may stick. In Luke Jackson's case, he actually stuck that whole season. In other guys' case, maybe you get five saves in a couple weeks and then you ditch him. Like, these things happen. You just got it with Danny Jimenez with Oakland. If you were first on that... You know, you're on it. You were on it. You got a couple, and if you ditched them, you ditched them. Three bucks for eight saves in NFPC is crazy. All right, let's dive into the betting board. I wanted to make sure, this is the thing, I wanted to make sure I was spending a little more time on betting. So I think Friday, I think that's what we're going to do. When we take from Peter, we'll make sure to pay Paul, right? The old expression goes. And get up into the betting board. I do have our parlay that missed yesterday. Man, if you're going to miss, I guess you might as well miss big. We don't get killed. And, and I think you'll notice, I've, I've heard a bit of that also, if you notice a lot of my work. We, we do very well. You know, and I think the proof's in the pudding, whatever, results are what they are. But I think what it's really all about is you notice the analysis that we do plays out on the field. Then we might not get the result, but the analysis plays out. And I think that's the most important thing. Right? That is really what separates us, is the understanding of what happened and why, opposed to just like, oh, we should have been him. Oh, I should have known that. Oh, we're there do. And all these stupid things that really don't matter at all. None of that stuff matters at, at all, right? Records broken all the time. What's the name? When we had uh, Rowdy Tillez had eight ribbies in a game. No Brewer ever did that. So, right, you could have bet a million to one on that. You would have gotten whatever. Baseball's nuts. So just don't be focused too much on outputs. Let's get into the betting board. And again, you know, again, I try and give things that are sustainable that I do myself. Again, if I give it to you, bet your ace that I put my money on it. I promise you. I absolutely do, and I have the receipts to show it. That being said. The landscape is constantly changing. Once you put in a bet, you don't get your money back, right? Unless the pitcher changes, you can have lineups out. There could be a COVID run. I mean, these are real things right now where an entire lineup could be decimated the money's in the trash. So it's important that we, one, we keep parlay bets very small. Again, I know there are people that suck their teeth at parlays. They have, absolutely have a place in the game providing that you are risking the right amount, right? Providing that you're betting a tenth 
of a unit and actually doing the math on that stuff, right? So for $100 batteries, this is a $10 bet. For $1,000 batteries, this is a $100 bet. And if you're a $10 better, it's the minimum that they'll take. They'll take a dollar, if not maybe two. Back to the parlay and why it works is, see the plus 572? The idea being is if we hit this today, the whole week is paid for, although we hit twice in like eight days already. I'm not tracking this stuff. I need a PA. I really need a personal system. You should bring right out of tentacles, right, to run all these instruments, man. But whatever, I do kind of live for this. All right, first up, it's our Baltimore Orioles. Man, I love the Orioles. Why? Because they're underdogs all the time. Although today, they're slight favorites, and they should be, against the Royals, who are a trash can. We've been on the Orioles lately, and they've been paying the bills because they're starting to hit. Right now, runs at such a premium. And it's not to say this is where I don't really buy team recently. Oh, they scored yesterday. They're going to score today. That I'm not doing. But when we do see the underpinning team statistics move in our direction, the good players at once begin to show discipline, begin to show hard contact. That will beget the production we're looking for. We've seen that from Baltimore, right? Hayes, Malcolm, they're just starting to roll. Mullins starting to roll, right? So we saw Mullins steal base, hit a double, and now you get on him, he hit a home run for you yesterday. This is how these things come. A lot of these things, a lot of the production comes in bunches. So let's look at Baltimore. We have a couple minutes to actually handicap these games. We don't get to do a lot of that. You know how I kind of, you know, really, right? I guess it's my thing. All right, so Carlos Hernandez, I like to look at stats from the last two years so right now it's back to 21 in 2022 and then the reason why nuance matters so much is then after that one of the filters that i run when i talk about why things may change is then you have to go into just this year to look for underpinnings and i know jordan lyles is actually a perfect example why he had a lot of his surface stats going back to 2020 look like trash 847 ops 538 deserved era just terrible less than 20 percent k rate 26 percent csw in zone contact rate up near 88 not any good line drive rate over 23 not any good hard hit rate via stack case over 42 not any good home run rate up near two not any good all these things are just terrible 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 but this year we see some changes he tacks some velo onto the slider we see the pitch mix changing and that's kind of the difference, right? And that's all, one of them. That's kind of why this one's up front. I wanted to make sure that I put the spotlight on that. I happen to know this one. And I think that's part of why the public is a little bit behind on Baltimore right now. Guys like Zimmerman, guys like Lyles, even guys like Bradish are pretty good. And if Baltimore is going to hit, then they're going to win games. And it makes people sick. Like, even think, oh, the Orioles, oh, they stink, you know? It's just not like that. Baseball, it's constantly moving. Even the worst team's going to win, what, figure 60 games, let's say. Well, excluding the Reds. That's... I, I can't even speak to that. So, all right. So, we got the Orioles have the advantage over Hernandez. He has really struggled. This guy is one of the lowest first strike rates in the league uh, going back over 100 innings. Have a sub 50% first strike rate with a plus 12% walk rate. That is not going to do it. Plus 340 X Woba and righties in particular have had their way with Carlos Hernandez. I know I kind of liked a little bit about him coming into the season, but it has been pretty ugly for Hernandez. So, I think we can get away from that. Again, uh, when you look at the offenses here, the Baltimore offense, look at the last seven, is starting to tick up. They're in the top three in doubles. They're in the top like six, let's say, in in-zone contact. They're not hitting into double plays. They're putting the ball in the air. They're one of the better hard-hit teams. That's the things that we're looking for because, again, I know 7D sounds pretty recent, but as a team, if you kind of adapt this working theory of a team being a unit that these things do feed off each other 
and that they do work together and I think there is an argument to be made for there they all have the same pitching coach and may apply these things we see this with teams increasing walk rates together increasing contact together you know it's not an accident so I think there is some correlation it's not perfect but you can look at again the wave look at the sine wave Baltimore sine wave on the way up I think we have the pitching edge I think we have the hitting edge give me Baltimore to win this one last thing on the parlay these are all viable I think on their own uh, Miami's uh, Seattle I'm sorry the bottom one right at the edge minus 130 I don't like to pay. Sorry for the audio-only listeners. It's Baltimore. Full game. Money line. Minus 120. Boston to cover the spread. Minus 1.5. Plus 115. Seattle Mariners to win their game. Minus 130. It's plus 570 on the week. And again, over plus 500. If we hit it for the week, we'll cover the bills. I don't want to just give you something. I'm like, oh, look, it's some John's dumb parlay that no one cares about. No. Like, I'm put work into this and we want to win and we want this to be a profitable venture for everybody over the long run i can't promise you these things are going to win of course when you take your plus 600 stabs you're going to lose so give me baltimore over kc then over to boston i mean this is another one i can't nate yavalde against vince velasquez is a landslide and we've seen the boston offense begin to wake up chicago is in the tank they have been really really bad one of the worst walk teams in the league one of the worst chase teams in the league one of the biggest ground ball teams in the league and that's where yavalde is going to thrive i think he's going to feast on them he's always a candidate for you know seven innings plus he's always got the strikeout pitch working now the white Sox haven't really struck out but again they're not taking walks they're smacking the ball into the ground they have been very very poor boston righty starting to pick up off the mat jd martinez is on the move right now give me boston i think they cover up bouncing back with the plus money you know i love that last one is the seattle mariners have um tampa bay rays and it's my boy logan gilbert is going up against matt whistler and this one just feels like a uh, just another kind of landslide on paper and it sometimes you know it's funny you get some people that see these things and say oh man this is fishy the line is fishy and there's something up here usually my answer is the public is just not hit to the stuff the public sees the rays against the mariners and says they're gonna kill him you know they beat him up yesterday but it was mccallahan and we were worried about ray if you read read the show notes uh the game notes on patreon we laid that out perfectly again maybe i'm not aggressive enough i've actually seen people out there doing better doing better betting my program than i am because they believe in it more than i do and it's not to say that i don't believe it i just you know you, you start to get your biases involved and then i know i have other people's money involved so i really try to be very conservative and a lot of filters where i have some people that say I see that they see the model score. They read the breakdown. It said Tampa Bay had this one, and they just smash Tampa Bay. A lot of people are not as averse to juice as I am. They see 130 and don't mind paying 130. I see 130. I don't like to pay it. So there really are some individual strategic applications here. You know, again, right? I don't if you notice that I don't try and dictate at you. I don't want to tell you what to do. I can show you what I do and exactly how I get there. I have no problem with that then you got to kind of go, right? I'll, I'll unlock the door. I may even crack it open for you, but I'm not going to like hold it open while I'm pulling you in, right? I got to get through the threshold myself. My wife's smoking hot, man. She could have any guy she wanted. I'd rather her be with a winner handicapper than a loser. So, all right, that'll do it, everybody. I hope you had an awesome week here on Cork Stats and Mayo Media Net and the Three Pillars of Profit, Daily Fantasy Jock Market. Come on, baby. With some bets, we did the whole kit and caboodle. Remember those stacks. It's Angels lefties, Pittsburgh lefties, Washington lefties, Boston righties. Couple of Royals, Benintendi, Hunter Dozier, Mike Moustakis on the Reds. 
we ran you through the weekend. Not too much actual stuff for fantasy. No big deal. Every day is another day to do it. And I think that's the best way to go about fantasy is not leave all the work to the end. Almost like cramming for a big test. You know, if every day you were to put aside 30 minutes to read, right? And every day you put aside two, literally to four or five minutes. So we talk about fantasy here every day. We'll keep you sharp as heck as you go about your day. Put some money on that parlay. I have a feeling we're going to get it today. We are really about to break through again. I mean, come on. We keep losing these one-run games, errors, and place to plate. It's eventually going to bounce our way. All right, everybody. I'm out of here. I got some more work to do. Remember, download the Jock Market app. Use the code MMN. Put in 100 bucks. Match it for free. It's more than enough money to do work. The free, you don't even, you're not going to be touching your own money. You're going to be using their money with our info on the Patreon sheet and the star ratings. Again, don't go over $5 if you really want to succeed at this. Be as risk-averse as possible. We gave you all the names. Check out the sheet. It's back on the show. Check out the podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe everywhere. Tag Patty Mayo on social media, every single platform. And I think that'll do it. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. And when we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, baby. All right, I guess everybody, I catch you on the flip side. One last thing. When you work this hard, come on. You know it feels a lot less like luck, don't it? Enjoy your weekend, man. Peace.